1: going to start this morning by asking you all to stand again, now that you've found your seats, I (laughs) apologise, who received this morning a Vision Sunday card, do you have one, does everyone have one, give me a wave, can you lift your card up for me and hold it in the air and I want you to show show us what seeds you got on the back, I got leek, (laughs) What, what does everyone have, I see some more leek, I see, what can I see, spinach, carrots, peas, What did you get? Dwarf beans? beans. (laughs) We have lots of. So this is part of our connect and grow theme. We have given you some seeds to grow this year and everyone has some different seeds here. Now we are going to give the opportunity to keep or swap. If you want to swap, hold your seeds up and you can swap with someone with their seeds up. If you don't want beans, if you don't want leek, you can do a little swap right now. (laughs) But we really felt this year, God is doing such fun things in our community and we have already begun to see phenomenal growth in what God's doing and and who knows we love a good garden analogy and a sermon amen <laughs> a good farm farm story so we've given you some little garden seeds to plant and we want to see photos hashtag harvest into your photos of what you're growing so we can cheer each other on but we've felt this morning just in this little one uh thing with these seeds everyone has slightly different seeds this morning and it's symbolic of the fact that God wants to grow something different in each and every one of us And what He wants to grow in you is going to look different to what He wants to grow in the person next to you. But who knows that a diet just with one item is very boring. We need a variety and that's where the body of Christ comes in. We get to celebrate each other and what God is growing through each of our lives. So we hope you have some fun planting these seeds this morning and we're just going to pray and then we're going to begin to share together. Father, we want to thank You for what You're doing in our church, in our family and in this community. Lord, we thank you that this year is a year of supernatural growth and blessing upon our lives. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness through all the years. We thank you, Lord, for what you have prepared leading up to such a time as this. And Lord, we thank you for the exciting things that you have in store for us in 2024. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
0: Grab your seat. We're going, to, um, we're going to dive into our main theme for the year is connect and grow. You've probably got that by now. Um, but we just want to share a little bit around that because um, it's, it's a common theme. It's a, it's a really easy one to remember. We've tried to uh, make today very easy, very simple, and provide some um, context to where we feel we're going this year. So connect and grow. As you know, I love gardening. We love Eating our veggies. We got given some this morning actually from some people. We'll always take veggies from your garden if you want to give us gifts. (laughs) But um, absolutely. But it's a powerful theme. It's a biblical theme, connecting and growing. And so we know the power of standing together. And we just want to read um, from Ephesians 4 15 and 16. It says, speaking the truth in love. We will grow to become in every respect the mature body of Him who is the head. That is Christ. From Him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, that's all of us, (laughs) grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. And as Karen said this morning, we've all got different seeds. I mean, I'm a dwarf bean. Um, And I'm a leek. it, it, It doesn't matter. What you are, what you look like, what you sound like, if you are connected into His body, you're in the right place.
1: Amen. Yes.
0: And it's a powerful thing when we learn our place and our safety and security in the house of God. Mm. Because everyone is invited and, of course, we have respect and we have a nature that we operate together. But when we bond and when we connect and when we learn what that looks like, Uh, It's very, very, very powerful. I've seen that oftentimes. I'm a practical sort of um, uh, works of service kind of person. I've seen that at many of our working bees. I remember looking around and seeing guys and girls, you know, all over the building, they're working and there's biscuits and coffees going and then there's, you know, chainsaws and all sorts of other... I'm just like, this is a fantastical mess of goodness. And that's what the body of Christ is like. It's, uh, as, as one guest speaker said to us, it's like a mixed bag of nuts, you know. Uh, it's good, but we're a mixed bag of nuts in a lot of ways, aren't we? But there's power when we yes. connect together. Yes. And that's yes. what we've seen.
1: Yes. And there's real power in unity when we stand together. There is something so special about unity. And the Bible says it commands a blessing. Yeah. Unity commands a blessing. And we felt this morning in Connect and Grow in what we felt the Holy Spirit is speaking for this year, when we connect together and when there's a unity, and I'm talking about a real unity of heart, not just a, yes, we you know have to agree with this or do this, not an external thing, like a heart connection, a unity of heart and of spirit there's a real blessing and we know what that's like in this house don't we we have an incredible blessing of unity and of heart as family and community and we really feel this year that God is wanting to increase that and deepen that. There is something special about staying connected as a body. That's the beauty of being part of a body that has many parts. It would be very strange to be a hand off wandering on its own but connected to the body it can do great things and together we need each other to accomplish great things and we need each other to lift one another up and share with one another and encourage one another. And staying connected does that in a really special way. So we really feel this year that as part of the growth that the Lord wants to release, part of that comes from staying connected. Staying connected to one another. First of all, staying connected to the Lord. Amen. Staying connected in our hearts and in our time with Him, receiving from Him, bringing our lives to Him, connecting with Him on an ongoing day daily, even minute by minute basis sometimes, but then connecting with one another. We also feel this year, and I just really sense, and we're starting to see it as a church family, God bring in new people to begin connecting in to what He's doing, amen? Isn't it exciting? God's been bringing so many beautiful families, so many wonderful people into this place and into our community, and to see people really begin to flourish in what God has for them and what He's doing is just so special, and we get to be a part of that journey, amen? So connecting together is so key but creating space for the ones that God wants to connect in with us because we believe this year is a year of growth individually and corporately and there's a connection that God's wanting to bring on a phenomenal level.
0: Yeah, most of you would have noticed over your life, I certainly have, that let's say you, you take long service leave, not that we've ever had that, but you know, one day we will. But uh, you know, you, you, you might spend a time away or go away for four or six weeks and, and you enjoy your time, you enjoy your rest. But there's something about when we are together, when God's family worship together, it keeps our spirits fresh. Yeah. The flesh loves to go rogue. And oftentimes I can remember over my life that that the odd person will will kind of have an issue with church and they get hurt in church. We've all been hurt in church. We've all been hurt at footy clubs. We've all been hurt everywhere. Uh, But, I mean, I've been hurt by the crows more than anyone on earth and yet I haven't rejected them yet. Um, But we do this in church. We reject church, we reject, and, and then what happens is we separate ourselves and what we don't realise is we go rogue. Our spirit goes rogue. And so it wanders and it meanders and it tries to find a place where it's perfect and where we will fit and it fits our role. Church will never do that. Because we're all different. I'm a dwarf bean, you're a leek, you know. We're all different. And so it looks and sounds very different for everyone. But when we find our place and when we begin to give into that and sow into that with who we are, even if we're introverts, just learning about other people and just, just looking at them and finding out who they are is a powerful thing. Yeah. And it lifts our spirits up. They get it's an good. upgrade yeah. and we get an upgrade. It's
1: good, yeah. I didn't even know there was such a thing as a dwarf being. Neither did I. I well, do now. congratulations. <laughs> I want to read from Psalms 1 verse 1 to 3 and it says this, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law, the word of the Lord, and he who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. When God wants to grow us, he first plants us. It's really important when we begin to grow that we have roots that go down deep. There's an underwater, under. The earth is an underground source of water that we have on our property and we use it as our bore water. But there is a place where trees put their roots down and they drink from places that are unseen. And that's what God really calls each and every one of us to do. In order to be a spring of living water to others, we first need to tap into who he is and drink deeply of him. But it's interesting here in Psalms 1, it says that person who chooses not to sit in the the seat of mocking or judgment or of uh, characteristics that aren't becoming to who the Lord is calling us to be, someone who chooses to step away from that, but instead begins to meditate on God's Word, begins to feed on God's Word, who begins to let their roots go down deep and drink of God's goodness and drink of His faithfulness and His promises. The Bible says... That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, and it yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. There is an abundant prosperity that comes from that secret place of drawing from the Lord, of drinking deeply of Him. And God releases a blessing on our lives that whatever they do prospers. When we put our roots down deeply into Him, into His Spirit, we learn how to really receive of the Holy Spirit There is such refreshing and power in knowing the Holy Spirit. He's the one who's left with us here on earth. Jesus ascended to be with the Father and He said, but I'm leaving a helper with you, the advocate, the Holy Spirit. And He will stay with you and He will lead you and guide you. He will remind you of everything that you need to know and He will lead you step by step. This is the Holy Spirit. And receiving of the Holy Spirit is so strengthening and empowering. And as our roots go down into His presence, then we begin to see fruit come forth in our lives. We begin to see prosperity and blessing upon our lives. And we begin to see as we really allow our roots to go down and connect and to bond into family and community, a level of prosperity and blessing that comes upon us from the unity of being planted together in God's house.
0: Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Um, Let me explain something about... Aquifers, water bores, for a minute, because this used to be my business. But it, it's got such a parallel with the kingdom of God, because as Karen said, on our property, we we water all our veggies and gardens and everything using bore water, and bore water. Our bore is about 120 meters deep, so it's you know it's a fair way down, and um, and we have to pump it up uh, to get the water out. And obviously, you've got to look at the quality of it. But it's interesting thing about groundwater. And that is, particularly here uh, in in SA, but all over Australia, there's a thing called the Great Artesian Basin. And if you tap into the Great Artesian Basin of the Kingdom of Heaven, you've got to go deep. It's like 800 metres down. But when you go 800 metres down, they're what, what is called free-flowing. So when the drillers drill 800 metres down and they hit the Great Artesian Basin, it's hot water, it's like 90 degrees, 95 degrees C, and it's free-flowing and it shoots up out of the ground. And as soon as you tap into it, you've got to drill for days and weeks, and it's hot and mud is everywhere, it's messy, and the drillers are rough as guts, and they're working 12-hour shifts, 24-7. But when they tap into that thing, the whole environment changes. And that's what it's like when we learn to tap into the deeper, great artesian basin of heaven. There's a deeper level there's a deeper level. And and Karen and I, it's interesting, you know, we go through seasons of, of what deeper looks like for each of us. You know, there'll be a season where Karen's getting up, you know, middle of night praying, and she's just got something on her heart while I'm snoring away. And there'll be other seasons where I'm up early. And so we ebb and flow in that. And even over our lives, over the years, there's been times where we've uh, consecrated and fasted for periods of time, prayed longer and, you know, really tried to push ourselves in the in the spirit realm. And we're seeing fruit now yes. of prayers that we dug wells yes. for 20 years ago. Yes. Yes. And many of you have got unanswered prayers that are going to be answered in yes. the next season yes. because of the last season that you dug deep. Amen. And so don't forget about those seasons. In yes. fact, hold the Lord to them. Yeah. Hold him to them and say, Lord, I, I sacrificed. I went without food and water and I, I pressed into you and I, I sought after your face. All those years, Lord, I'm asking for the fruit of the harvest because he is the great Lord of the harvest and he wants a harvest in your life and our lives. Yeah,
1: so good. And just like with um, the words that the Holy Spirit spoke with connect and grow, the Lord also spoke to us over the year is building and breakthrough. And just like Marty said, some of us are going to experience breakthrough this year for things that we have been waiting for for years and for some of us decades. I have on my mirror at home in my bathroom, I have half of our mirror covered in sticky notes. Am I the only one in the room or does anyone else do that kind of thing? Sticky notes around the house, in the car, in the office, I don't know, bring on the sticky notes. But I have promises from God and specific verses and things that I've been praying and contending for written on my sticky notes. And some of these have been there actually for years. And when I read these sticky notes and these promises that God has spoken over, over me, over us, over our family, over you guys, our church, over what God's doing, there are times and I'm beginning to see, God, you've answered this one. God, you came through here. God, you created a breakthrough in a situation that at the time was absolutely impossible. Or oh God, I can see you shifting things in this area. But God really is so faithful that the seeds that we sow in one season, we will reap from even in another season. And sometimes we even reap things in our life that others have prayed for and sowed into us. I know I am a product of that with my mum's prayers in my life. Every praying mommy In this house, God hears your prayers. They are precious, they are valuable, they are powerful, and they are needed. Never stop praying. But this year, we really feel God is going to grow some significant things in us as a community and individually, which I love, but also there's going to be breakthrough. There's going to be significant breakthrough in your life and in our lives and answers to prayer, supernatural answers to prayer.
0: We, um In building and breakthrough, one of the things that we've been kind of sitting on for about a year now is ev- even in a practical way for how we operate as a senior leaders. Obviously, our school communities had, had change and refreshing. And, and as a church, we felt that even on our property, we want to look at practically how can we steward and facilitate and invite our whole community into our facility and that's for for really another decade, for another generation to feel comfortable and welcome. And so in the coming weeks, we'll be sharing more a little bit about that, about the whole facility we want to redo, uh, refurbish and really make it as uh, much of a blessing to our community, reaching out into the community and inviting our community in to participate in the goodness of God, because that's that's what we have. Yes. We have the goodness of yes. God, and so yes. we want to be able to host and steward yes. people and invite them, witness, see people saved, healed, delivered. Yes. But a lot of that happens over coffee or at the playground or at playgroup or at other things like that. And so it's one of those things that we feel for the next decade to install into this place a vision and a refurbishment that will uh, facilitate that. And so we're just dropping a seed for that. In the coming weeks, we'll share more. But we're excited about what God's showing us on a practical level and, uh, and it's going to be a phenomenal thing for all of us to participate in. Mm-hmm.
1: We're very excited. We know we've shared this before in the past, but it's worth sharing again. We are actually debt-free as a church on our facility, our building, our entire property. We are completely debt-free. And that is a miraculous gift from God, and it's such a blessing. Uh, there are many, many churches who aren't in that place and, and, you know, in in lots of different situations. But it is worth celebrating the fact that we are debt-free as a church. And in today's age, that's a phenomenal thing. It's a great blessing. And we really feel that we are in a season now where we are set to see the next season, the next decade, the next 20 years begin to cast that vision forth. Uh, So we're really working with some experts in the field on this. Uh, We're putting together a master plan for our entire property our facility, and we are going to renovate every single area of this building, which we are Karen's so excited got the checkbook
0: for. so it's scary, <laughs> scary, but Get ready. it's exciting.
1: <laughs> but we've realised in the 15 years uh, since we stepped in as senior pastors, it's 15 years this year, isn't it? Uh, we realised that really the only main thing we have renovated is the toilets, praise the Lord, and the carpet several times from flooding. So it is time, it is time to see the vision really go forth for what God has for us for the next decade and beyond. Um, and we have some really exciting plans already uh, already mapped out and we're going to print those out on some really great big photo boards and share them with all of you so that we can share the vision in Habakkuk 2, verse uh, 1 and 2, write down the vision or print it out on boards uh, so that those who see it or read it and see it can run with it so that together we can really uh, look forward to to what God's doing and there's something in honouring and in celebrating the house of God. I don't know about you but we love renovating our house. I'm changing things all the time around our house. We used to have a joke growing up that my mum would move furniture so often that we might end up waking up in a wardrobe one morning rather than a bed. But it's fun to renovate. If, if you enjoy that, it is fun. Some people might not think it's fun. But to honour the house of God is a privilege that we have. It is a real privilege and an honour that we had. David said of the Lord, Lord, let me build your house. Let me build your temple. I want to build a house for the Lord. And the Lord said, your son will build my house. David was a man of war and of bloodshed. And Solomon was the one who carried out the vision of building the house of God. It's an honour and a privilege to build God's house externally, internally, at every level. And we often say together, and we say it with our staff on a regular basis, that God Spoke to us when we first stepped in about really cultivating and creating family. And really sowing into the heart of who we are as a church. And really investing in people and relationships and building one another up. And we've done that and we can see the goodness of God and the fruit in that, in who we are as a church family. And now we have the privilege to build the outside of his house as well. And create a facility where we can welcome and bless so many from our community and from our city. So we're excited to share that in the coming months.
0: Absolutely. And, and so building and breakthrough is really the, the next two. And just on breakthrough, it's, it's one thing to talk about building and we love it and we're going to go for it and do it bigger and better than we've ever done before. But we also believe it's breakthrough for you. It's breakthrough for you guys. And and we believe there's many of us in that place where maybe we've been sitting on things for quite a while. And the Lord's been just brewing and stewing on on vision and heart and some of the bigger things of God. And and so what we want to believe for in 2024 is that God would pursue you and chase you down. And release breakthrough over your lives in a way that maybe you've been limited in the past. He'll take off those limitations, take off any chains and restrictions and release breakthrough. And so when we say breakthrough, it's not just a nice cliche word. Yeah, breakthrough for, for us and for a couple of things. It's actually breakthrough for us as a house as a community, for you guys, maybe in your career, in your relationships, your marriage, with your kids, with different areas where there's been resistance. That's what we believe. So when we're saying these words, we're prophesying over the house, breakthrough for you guys into new realms.
1: And I know there are some promises in my life that God spoke over me 20 years ago. And I really feel like even in some of those things, the Lord is speaking for such a time as this. Sometimes I come before the Lord with all these new ideas. Does anyone else get lots of ideas? I tend to get lots and lots of ideas. And sometimes I come before the Lord and I'm like, oh Lord, what about this idea? What about that idea? What about this path or that path? And when the Lord goes silent, I know that means something. And he says to me, I've called you with this, and I'm ready to run off in something else and do something more. But there's something about faithfulness and cultivating faithfulness to the call of God, the promises of God, or what is deposited in our lives. There is something about the call of faithfulness in the hidden seasons, in the unseen seasons, in the challenging seasons, in the seasons where you just think you can't go on any longer. The faithfulness that we display in carrying those promises is so precious to the Lord. It means something to His heart because it costs us something, doesn't it, in those hard times. But the Lord, we really believe this year the Lord is going to take many of those promises. And for some of us, it has been many, many years, but there is breakthrough coming this year on your life, on your family, on your marriage, on community, on your children. There is breakthrough coming. The Lord is so faithful to His Word that what He says it will not fall to the ground, you know, null and void. It will accomplish everything for which He sent it forth. And He will make sure that His Word is fruitful and that it is accomplished in your life, in all of our lives. So we really believe and we are praying and standing together for individual breakthrough in all of our lives. Because when one of us gets a breakthrough, we all do. Amen. When one of us gets a promotion, we all get a promotion. That's the beautiful thing about being part of a body and being part of a family and a community that celebrates and supports one another. We get breakthroughs together, we get promotions together, we get upgrades together. And for the last couple of years, the Lord was speaking to us a lot about next level and really just sowing into our lives to begin prayer- preparing for the next level in our lives. And who knows when new level is built on something, often you have to go back and just check that all the pillars and the foundations in place are ready for the next level to be placed on. Because if those foundational pillars aren't strong, it's not going to be able to sustain that next level. So God has been preparing us for this next level, for growth, for increase and for breakthrough. And this year is going to be a significant year.
0: Awesome. Well, our last one, I'm going to let you share this. It's, It's rest and run rest and run opposing thoughts but we want to share on this because it's uh, it's an exciting concept I reckon you should do that (laughs)
1: <laughs> thank you. When it comes to growth and breakthrough and, and taking new ground and seeing God do things, we've learned it is really important to know when to rest so that we are ready to run. And there is wisdom in knowing what seasons are a season or a time to rest and to lean into the Lord. And then He knows what, what seasons are ready for us to run in. So it is really important in this year coming up that we learn how to rest and how to run. And I love I love the NASB version of Isaiah 40, verse 31, and it says, Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. How do you run and not get tired? Well, you can ask the person next to me because he's constantly running all the time and I enjoy some running too. But to run in the natural without getting weary, I'm not sure that's an actual thing. But what the Lord is saying here, those who wait for the Lord those who wait upon him, those who take time to rest in him and lean into him, who trust him in their lives, those who wait for him gain new strength and they run and not get tired and walk and not become weary. So for us, really learning how to rest has been significant. We learnt the hard way. I learnt the hard way. You guys know my story. You know my background. I learnt how to run so hard that I ran into burnout at the same time. And then I was forced to learn how to rest in recovery. But the key is, is to learn how to rest before you hit that point. So that when we run and when we pour out and when we give, we're giving out of the overflow of what God's poured into us that we're not giving out of what's the bottom of the barrel and we're just exhausted all the time, but we're actually giving out of the overflow of God's presence, his strength, his joy, his word, his faithfulness. Time with him refreshes us and we gain strength as we have time with him. So learning how to rest is just as important as learning how to run. So we have something to show you this morning. We bought our gym bags today, didn't we? You have your gym bag there? I we have did. mine here. Now, we actually bought a pair of our favourite resting shoes and our favourite running shoes. Do you guys want to see? I am going to go first, but I want you to guess what do you think my favourite pair of resting shoes are?
0: Slippers and Ugg boots. Well, I'm meant to guess this, so let me let me. See. Probably. We've got slippers, we've got oh, yeah, boots. Yeah, probably slippers. You yeah, think so? Yeah.
1: Who thinks slippers?
0: With fluffy uh, woolen things on top.
1: <laughs> it's my Uggs.
0: Oh, yeah, that's what favourite I was trying to Favourite resting shoes. yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Tick, well done. Favourite resting shoe, super comfy, highly recommend if you need a good pair. They are my favourite resting shoes. All right, what are your favourite oh, resting favourite shoes? Favourite resting Don't shoes. Don't tell us.
0: Anyone want to have a guess?
1: Thongs. Thongs,
0: good Good guess okay
1: sandal slides honestly i think this is a hard one for me What's because your... you're always on the go yeah. i barely ever see you in resting shoes what i would they, say then? bare feet,
0: bare feet. <laughs> okay so
1: okay thongs or slides
0: hey. north face puffer shoes nice they're so Very comfortable nice. i highly recommend them and uh, i'm not getting anything from north face for
1: that. <laughs> all right favorite running shoes are you ready
0: Are you guessing me or am I guessing you? You
1: can guess me. Favourite running shoes? Uh,
0: Favourite running shoes are your white hawkers.
1: (sighs) Close. I have got... My orange oh, pockets. there you go, there you go. These are my favourite <laughs> ones because they're nice, wide base, and they're super comfy, but I do like the alphas for speed. Okay. But these are my favourites. I had
0: someone say to me this morning, you guys are a bit addicted to uh, running shoes, aren't you, because we're <laughs> sharing about it. It's just one of those hobbies and uh, we love it. But anyway, so what's mine? I think you already okay. know.
1: Okay, well, yours, I think, would either be your vapors or your alphas, but I'm going to go with... Do you reckon vapors? Vapors? We've got vapors on the front row over here. If you don't know what they
0: are, you just have to go with it, yeah?
1: Favourite. Okay, vapors. I'm going to go with these guys. Vapors. All
0: right. Okay. What are they? Well, they're the alphas, actually. Alphas. But uh, I highly recommend these shoes. They're the most comfortable (laughs) shoes on the market. But anyway...
1: But resting and running is is definitely a key for this year. So you feel free to wear your Uggs to church next week or your favorite running shoes. Our staff gave me, as part of my gift for my birthday, the best socks on the planet. And God began speaking to me about feet fitted with readiness, with the gospel of peace, Ephesians six. God fits our feet with readiness. He pours into our spirit. He fills us up. He gives us His goodness and then he fits us with readiness to carry his peace and his gospel and his spirit and anointing to get ready to run with what he has for us.
0: Yeah, let's read that. Ephesians 6, 14, 15 says, Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. If you know Jesus, you have the gospel of peace inside of you, and many of you undersell yourselves. Many of you are way more gifted than you've told yourself. Many of you have a lot more in the engine than you give yourself credit for. And what we want to encourage you this year is is get your alphas on (laughs) because he wants you to run. He wants you to run in everything that he's given you, all those talents, all those dreams, all those desires, those gifts and the things, the unique things that he's given you, those unique seeds that he's put inside of you it's, it's time to run. And of course, there's a time to rest, yes, but there's also a time to run. And so putting together what that looks like, and running together is so much more powerful. That's why the theme today is, is connect and grow, because then we learn from each other. I learn so much from being around other people who are running, who are doing stuff, and I'm listening to them, I'm following them, and I'm, I'm just gleaning things from them. And many of us all as we have to do is realize, God, you've put this inside of me for a reason. I want to get with other people. I want to I want to become bigger and bolder, but it's time to run. It's time to run. You are gifted. You are anointed. You are called. You are given a place on the in the kingdom of heaven here on earth to do something for a reason. And it's not to undersell yourself. It's not to discount yourself, but it's to actually realize, wow, God has given me a place here on earth to do great things.
1: So why don't we stand together this morning, yeah? Father, we want to thank you for what you're doing. We want to thank you for your goodness in our lives. We want to thank you that we can celebrate and receive your goodness, the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Lord, Lord, what a privilege it is to know your goodness and your love upon our lives. Mm -hmm. And Father, this morning as we stand together, Lord, we thank you that you have good, good things in store for us this year. Lord, that you are more committed to us to blessing us, to growing us, to prospering us than we could have ever imagined. Lord, we thank you that as we go deeper into you and as we give ourselves afresh to you, as we connect as a body and as a family, that we too are like that tree planted by streams of living water who yield its fruit in season and who whatever he does prospers. Lord, we thank you that we are those trees and that you have planted us in you and you've planted us in family and in community. Father, we thank you for what you're doing in each and every one of us and the privilege of being part of such incredible community here, Lord.
0: And Lord, we just stand together as Harvest family. Yeah. And Lord, we stand with all of these people likewise with us. Lord, we pray that you would do something significant in 2024. Yeah. Lord, we ask for connection and growth and running and breakthrough and building and every good thing that you have for us. Mm. We decree that over our people. We decree that over you guys, over your family, over your marriage, over your relationships, over your career, over your wealth over your health. And Lord, we ask that you would release blessing on your people in great and marvellous ways that we would look back and say, what a year 2024 was where you did great and marvellous deeds. And Lord, we just pray your protection over each one, that you would place a hedge of protection around us, mm -hmm. above us and below us, that we stand in your word, that we stand in your purpose. And we ask for an expansion of your kingdom over us and in us. And Lord, we bless each one. We speak your best over each one. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would fill us Mm. that you would fill this house yes. to overflowing yes. with yes. your presence, mm. with your joy mm. and with your freedom. And we mm. thank you already for what you're doing, but we yeah. ask for more. Yeah. In Jesus' wonderful name yeah. for your glory.
1: Yes. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Yeah.